0: Welcome to today's episode of Watchful with Sophia Ritter and special guest... Abby Ritter. Two cousins, are two sisters, talk movies and TV. Basically, if it's entertainment related, we got you covered. Today we're discussing Wonder Woman 1984. You have very recently seen Wonder Woman for the first time. So what were you expecting out of this movie when you went in?
1: I was expecting, like, basically, like, the first one, because the first one had a lot of problems, but I enjoyed watching the movie, so Mm -hmm. I was just kind of expecting, like, a superhero movie that wasn't really quite up to par with Marvel, but (laughs) it was still fun to watch. So when you finally saw it, because we went in
0: December, because you've never seen it, what, did it meet up to the hype of what you've heard for
1: years, or did you think less of it? Um, I definitely... Well, I was thinking, like, that was bad for years, so I actually thought more of it after seeing it, because you kind of were like, oh, it's a terrible movie, and then I watched it, I'm like, oh, it's better than Captain Marvel. With that being said, before we
0: completely dive in, let's talk about our media picks of the week. Abby, do you have a media pick for us?
1: Um, so this week I watched the new Greta Thunberg documentary. I think it's called, um, I am Greta. It's really good. It's very eye opening because it show it really humanizes her Greta Thunberg, because you often just think of her as this girl who she has everything or like she's out there giving everything to this cause, but you don't really ever think about like the strain it puts on her. So it's a really good documentary. and It kind of like shows that and how mean people are to her and how they kind of use her. So it's really good. Would highly recommend.
0: Thank you for that, because we don't do enough documentaries on here, and we're always saying we need to watch more, so maybe that'll get us to watch more for once. I honestly did not watch much media this week. Um, I kind of watched a lot of news coverage and wasted time getting angry and upset at the TV. I did check out Bridgerton. I'm not sure if I'm saying that right. And I've only watched the first couple episodes, but so far I'm enjoying it. That was Bethy's pick from last week, so... I'm actually following up on one of our media picks and I am enjoying it as well. So before we completely dive in, I also wanted to say that I'm really not a fan of the DC universe. So I want you guys to keep that in mind when you listen to our opinions of this movie. I'm basically one of those fans who's just in it for Wonder Woman. I've seen a couple of their other movies. I didn't enjoy them much. And I know a lot of people tell me to see certain ones and I haven't seen anything that's made me want to go check out more very much. So. I want you guys to keep in mind that we're very casual DC fans as this and is, we really only like Wonder Woman. This
1: is the only DC movie I've ever seen yeah. or, are the two Wonder Woman ones. So. Yeah.
0: so that being said, what are your initial thoughts for people if they're debating on seeing this movie? And we sold it in a movie theater. So do you think it's worth going to a movie theater or do you think you can see it at home?
1: Obviously, if you want to be safe and everything, well, yeah. watch it at home. Um, But like for us, because we had COVID and we're enjoying our like three months before we have to go back into like complete, you know, it was a very good, like fun movie experience because we we've seen this and News of the Real, they were both very good movies to watch in theaters because, like, Wonder Woman was like, it was made to be watched in a theater. So it was a very good, like, fun experience. The movie isn't gonna be, isn't phenomenal by any (laughs) measures. Um, It's fun to watch, but it's not phenomenal. And it's like, it's a movie you can miss, but if you want to see a movie in a theater, I would recommend the movie.
0: Alright, I kind of have a different opinion than you on this one. I think... Obviously, I always pick seeing something in a movie theater over seeing it at home, but obviously, we want to say always put your health and safety first and be careful and go out and wear a mask properly if you do see this in a theater. I think News of the World is five times better to see in a theater than this movie. Maybe because I actually enjoyed most of that movie. And,
1: oh yeah, I forgot about that movie, honestly. Yeah.
0: <laughs> I think that movie, if you're thinking about going to a movie, I would go to that one instead of this one in theaters and watch this one at home. I thought the movie was fun overall, but I thought it was kind of... It fell apart in a lot of ways and it ended up being kind of frustrating for me. So that was my initial reaction. And from now on, we're going to go into spoilers. So if you haven't seen the movie yet... You might want to come back after you have to hear us, our various thoughts, so... Let's start off with our character chat. We're going to start off with the one and only Diana slash Wonder Woman.
1: I love her character. She is like the saving grace of this movie because her character is so solidly built. I really like how they developed her character in this movie, which is really weird because I didn't like that much about this movie. Because like last movie, they didn't give her that many flaws. Like her main problem in the first movie that was that she was too naive. She wa- <laughs> And this time, it was that she wasn't willing to give up Steve and like she just wanted to keep something for herself because everything had been taken from her. I really like how they actually gave her like flaws in this movie, but they didn't like digress who she was as a character. They just she seemed a lot more human in this movie than ever before.
0: Felt way more human. She felt too godly in the first movie and yeah, not as relatable. And this one, you definitely felt her struggles more. I think one of the most frustrating things about this movie for me is how good of a character she is and how much of a mess the setting they put her in. Right, she's such a good character, Gal Gadot healed it in this role and honestly she's did better performance than the first one in my opinion she great character development she really grows from the first one she really understands the world a lot better now it's great to see that change in her but also having new complications and challenges that have popped up from being a person in our society which she didn't have before and yeah my biggest annoyance is this character is so good such a strong awesome character and the movie really doesn't do her justice because there's a lot of problems which we can go into later because they don't directly tie to her
1: yeah it's just she was crafted like wonderfully the rest Mm -hmm. of the movie and everything around her was not and like the other characters were crafted well but the story just wasn't
0: (laughs) yeah so let's move on to steve her love interest what did you think of him in this movie
1: they made 80 percent of his character in this movie just oh, surprised that he was living in the 80s. And I feel like they could have made him a lot more character development because he wasn't in it for that long. Mm-hmm. And he was kind of just in it as this like perfect person that she didn't want to lose. So I don't know. I didn't really like him in this movie. And I liked him in the previous, previous one. But I don't like how they used his character.
0: I kind of agree with that. I think their chemistry was still really good to see on screen. Oh, for sure. And I think it definitely made his character something. But overall, he felt kind of almost like he wasn't even necessary. In half the scenes, he was kind of just running in the background, like playing catch up with everyone and kind of just felt like a hindrance to the storyline more than anything. And I know it gave her her biggest conflict in the movie, but... A lot of the story could have been reconstructed in
1: a better way, completely. Or I feel like they could have made her character, or his character just, I don't know, have more personality traits. Because I feel like he was just a very one-dimensional character in this yeah. movie. Like, that was my biggest problem. Because I really liked him in the previous movie. Also, the full thing about how he, to everybody else, he looked like a different man. Yeah, that was I was really, really confused about that. <laughs> because like why didn't diana see him as that well
0: because she only saw him as steve and that got really cheesy <sighs> <laughs> And i think that was because they wanted chris pine to be chris pine in the movie and it i yeah i get why they did it that way like it made more sense probably than having his body like resurrected but also it's just kind of weird
1: oh it's really weird vibes for me i'm not good it, it felt weird
0: Yeah. So let's move on to another character from this movie, one that I was actually pleasantly surprised by. And that was Kristen Wiig's character. She was the cheetah person at the end. And going into this movie, I was very spectacle of Kristen Wiig being a villain in a superhero movie. You know, you've seen her on SNL just doing... I never... She wasn't ever my favorite cast member on SNL, to be honest, but you've seen her on SNL doing just, like, beyond stupid comedy. Like, that's just the kind of comedy she does, and I really doubted I'd ever be able to take her seriously, and I thought they'd play too much into her comedically, which they actually did more with Steve than they did with her, which is shocking.
1: Yeah, they, going back to Steve for a second, they tried to make Steve oh funny God. when he wasn't funny in the previous movie. Oh, my God. You know, the thing is, like, because they worked when they did it with Thor in Marvel, but did not work in this situation mm-hmm. because the comedy was really bad.
0: <laughs> they really were trying to make it something it wasn't. It wasn't a funny movie, and they should have just not tried. Because yeah. every, first of all, every funny moment was in the trailer. And so then we've seen this trailer hundreds of times by now because it's been pushed back like five times, which isn't really their fault. But you can't put all the funny moments in a trailer because every single thing falls flat.
1: Exactly. That
0: sequence where he is trying on clothes, I literally got up to go to the bathroom because I could not stand it. And That's I so needed annoying. a break from the movie at that point. I thought oh God. the movie got a little bit more enjoyable after that point, actually, but... They just spent so much time on things like that that weren't funny and weren't important, and it was just frustrating. We're talking about... I know, we are talking about her, <laughs> but we're still talking about the movie, <laughs> it's okay.
1: Oh, yeah, Kristen Wake's character, I really liked her character. I hated how, because they did this in the first one, and so I was mad about it too, is all of a sudden she's beautiful when she doesn't have glasses. Like, oh, God. What? how? Why? That just, I don't... I don't get how
0: all the... As someone who's about to get glasses for the first time... I I don't want to talk about it. I don't
1: want to talk about it. (laughs) That's not going to become ugly, according to DC standards.
0: (laughs) Well, just overall, this movie really has a lot of moments where it's really drawn about how attractive a person is. It's not just with the females in this movie. It's the males to kind of fall victim to this. And it's just
1: annoying. Right. But going back to Kristen Wiig, she did a phenomenal job in oh, this movie. Oh, she did. I loved her character. Oh, I loved her character, and they didn't make the cheetah look too creepy. Uh, I, 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 don't, heard, I was I only... very skeptical of that. Skeptical? Yeah, whatever. Because when I saw the trailers, I'm like, this is going to be really dumb. But I really like how they built up her character. and
0: she was, she was very well-rounded. You saw her struggles. You saw why she wished for what she did. I love that they had her completely fall apart when she was missing her thing that she valued most was like humility. Yeah. And then seeing her lose that completely ruined who she was. That was really well done. And she's definitely, I think, the best well-rounded character in this movie. And I was kind of expecting to
1: be least impressed with her. And did she renounce her wish? Yeah, no. Yeah, that she never c- said that because yeah, I, I kept she looking. She never said it. And that's a major plot hole in this movie. Um, at the end, Maxwell like renounced his wish, and then it showed a bunch of other people renouncing their wishes.
0: It was just so confusing.
1: Yeah, but like, did everybody get their wishes renounced? Were there some evil people who didn't get their wishes renounced? Did Kristen Wiggs character's wish get renounced,
0: or was it like? Were they not valid anymore because the wish stone was, like, gone because he renounced his wish, which was to become the wish stone? Also, does the wish stone exist now that he's not the wish stone? I don't think so. It's like, I don't know if you guys have seen the movie, Hannah Montana, the movie, (laughs) but at the end of that movie, she takes off her wig and says she doesn't want to be Hannah Montana anymore, and then an entire town says that they will keep her secret, and everyone... And you know it's just really stupid because you're like you really expect the entire town to do something like that. Like the entire plot of a movie depends on thousands of people agreeing to something. It feels like that. It feels <laughs> like you're you're expecting the entire world to agree with you to renounce their wish, and that's just. I think maybe what they are aiming for, and I because I'm kind of realizing it now, is that when the wish stone was destroyed, that made all the wishes like undo themselves, but they also had a sequence after that of showing thousands of people renouncing their wish. So it was just confusing.
1: There's just so much of that movie that just doesn't quite make sense. Yeah. It, and we'll get to that in a little bit. Yeah, that's the most DC thing is just
0: they kept throwing more at you and it didn't need to happen. But yeah, overall, I think Kristen Wiig was the stand out <laughs> of this film. Nice, pleasant surprise. I think the only thing is, I think if they wanted to lean into comedy, they should have done it with her, a comedic actor, and not Chris Pine, who's not exactly known for being a comedic actor. But I honestly don't think they should have changed much about her character. There's a lot of things they could have changed about other characters in this full movie in general. But I think they developed her well. They spent a good amount of time on her, maybe too much, because they kind of spent too much time on everyone. Yeah. All right. Let's talk about Maxwell Lord, my least favorite favorite character of this movie.
1: Oh. Yeah. Go
0: ahead. First of all, they spent way too much time on him for him not being that interesting of a character. Yeah.
1: I just-
0: he was always pretty boring and was just over-the-top villainy. Like, I just want money was his full arc, basically, and he wanted to do it to impress people and yada yada, but it was just- It felt boring and one-dimensional, and it felt like the most stereotypical villain to ever exist, who was just over-the-top evil and over-the-top conceited, and, you know, you didn't see any moments of weakness at the beginning of that, like, you didn't have a moment where you bonded with him, and so you were just always annoyed with him. Another thing is he was over the top evil, but he was more annoying. Like you were more annoyed by this character than you were like scared or like expecting him to like act badly. You're just annoyed by him. You didn't hate him. You weren't scared of him. You were just annoyed by him, which kind of fails as a villain. I just think this movie is like half hour too long in my opinion a lot of the time they could have gotten rid of if they weren't gonna make his character that great is they could have just cut him down a lot
1: yeah his character I, the one thing i liked about his character is that he was an evil oil guy which you know oh i'm all gosh. about i i was like oh heck yeah this guy he's in oil he's definitely gonna be bad so heck yes um but other than that like he had a kid but I, I never really connected with i never connected with his character at all
0: Well, you didn't connect with his kid, really.
1: Yeah, it just, it all
0: felt so forced. It did feel like a forced commercial that's trying to make you cry. You know what I mean? With the kid, like, (gasps) they just brought in the kid, but they didn't tell you anything about the kid. And
1: also, the kid, he didn't like the kid from the start, so it didn't make you feel connected to him at the end when he's like, oh, my kid. Because from the start, he's like, oh, oh, no. Which, they could have done
0: that better, but it's just, it didn't really give you any reason to like the kid besides the fact he was a kid. Right? Yeah, that's a major... I never he thought about kinda that. He was kind of just like a clingy kid. Like, he didn't really... If they wanted to make his character better, they needed to develop his kid more. But they spent too much time developing a lot of people. So they didn't have time for that. But that's the thing is, I almost feel... This movie didn't really need two villains. And it kind of felt like the two villains kind of overpowered too much of the story. And made it too complicated.
1: Yeah, I think... Especially him. I think it would have been better if
0: his character... Like, one of the four main characters needs to not be in the movie for the movie to work, in my opinion. Because there's too much going on for it to... Because hmm. at the end, it doesn't really come together very nicely. It's just a hot mess of them trying to tie up all the stories. That's and true. I think this movie would have been better if Kristen Wiggs, cheetah character would have been the main villain of the movie. He was just so unlikable, but not even like you were hated him. He was just boring and annoying brat. He felt like Trump to me the full time, but like
1: you weren't, I don't know. You know what I mean? Yeah. He just, yeah, he wasn't likable in any way, which I guess what is, he's a villain, but it just, it felt but also forced with the villain.
0: It just felt forced and you were just annoyed. You didn't like hate him. You are just annoyed by him.
1: Yeah. It just seemed, it all seemed gimmicky. hmm He just felt too much like he's
0: the bad guy. So the weirdest thing for me is every single time re- we review a movie on the show, I basically always say, oh, I wish we could have had more time developing this character and this. And I go on and on about that. I always say, like, you can't have too much character development. You can't spend too much time establishing your characters. Well, this movie proved to me that that is not the case. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Was this... They I have never thought that the plot should be put in front of the characters as equally before. I always thought characters should always come first to make a good story. You have nothing about good characters. Turns out you could have good characters besides mm. Maxwell Lord, who I hate, but still have a sh- crappy movie because there was just no, the plot was such a freaking mess and they spent way too much time developing them in the first act. I actually whispered to you in the first act and you were very annoyed with me. Like, the pacing of this movie is unbearable. Yeah,
1: I was like, let me watch the freaking movie, Sophie. This is what it's like to go to a movie with me, because Oh my gosh, it's, 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 sometimes it's very frustrating because you're like, ma'am, let me inform my opinions and then hear yours. <laughs> I was just, when did I whisper that to you? I think it was during, during the fireworks. Oh, yeah,
0: the The fireworks scene.
1: It, what I thought oh was really dumb, that, that, that scene was just... That scene was so
0: long. Like, all of a
1: sudden, it, it's miraculously 4th of July. Okay, here's the thing.
0: They knew that one of the best things about the first movie was their chemistry on screen together. And, yes, they needed to have that great moment of chemistry. But they gave us, like, four of those, and we only needed one. Like, that would have been a great moment in the movie if we hadn't also seen them doing, like, the dressing scene and like that
1: scene was so dumb they could they should cut that scene them out, going really. back
0: to like the apartment like they there are so many scenes that could have cut out of those two's relationship because they gave us too much of it
1: well because like they went to the subway and that was a full scene and exactly
0: they, i forgot about that even. oh my
1: gosh that, that full sequence was just t- with the he was getting clothes and he's seeing the subway and stuff they literally could have just had where he was at the air and space museum i was like whoa we went to space that's cool and that was it that, that scene could have been, like, literally, like, ten minutes shorter. The, the full... So easily. Oh,
0: gosh. Like, the movie became unbearable for me in that moment where they... He kept trying on different clothes, and they're just like, look, we have attractive actor. <laughs> and we have forced humor, and because it kind of ruined Steve's character a little bit too, and it yeah. could have just been so much more concise, and the full movie would have been so much shorter, and you're less critical of a movie if it's shorter, and you're not because you
1: don't have as much time to get bored. I was just sitting there critiquing the movie, because my biggest flaw with this movie is there's a point where Steve is fighting Maxwell, and he says, I wish I was handcuffed to you as his witch. Oh my god. He could have literally undone all of the. Everything he had done, he he could have said, "I wish you weren't the Dreamstone. I wish, oh my god, you yes. you would have never been the Dreamstone." And all the and literally the movie could have been over right there. They should have just cut that part out because I was like, "Wait, he literally just wished to be handcuffed." This is the most ridiculous thing ever. Okay, and like normally these kind,
0: we were talking about this a lot the night we saw the movie. Normally critiques like this, like, "Oh, they could have done this with Thanos and nothing would have happened," you know, and you can. Like give the screenwriters a little bit of leeway by being like, they were caught up in the moment, they didn't understand, you know? But But the fact is, they could have made this work so much better. They could have had him not realizing how important your wish was at the beginning, waste his wish at the beginning. That's what should have happened. And instead, we get the stupidest wish in human history. It was by far the worst. It resulted
1: in nothing. It was by far the worst part of the movie for me, because I'm like, what? Why did you, you are an idiot, sir. And Steve's not supposed to be an idiot. No, and it just developed,
0: made this major plot hole where you're like, why would they do that? They're just trying to make the
1: movie longer is all that felt like. Also, if the lasso of truth lets you see the truth, she could have used it so that. On that
0: first scene when they realize he is the wish stone in his office. That's when they should have used it. If this and like, I know another thing like you gotta give screenwriters some leeway, but like, don't establish parts of your story. Don't give these cool plot devices that you love using, if it makes so many holes in the rest of your movie that don't make sense. And so having Diana's the truth was just a cool way for them to do a montage. That was nothing more than that when she did that with Steve, at the beginning, and it was establishing that it could do that. And at the end, it did the same thing. But Boy, why did she, she use the last movie? So many problems, and it was just so many convenient
1: MacGuffins that you're like, oh yeah, this also does this. Sweet, that's nice. Yeah, it just it felt so like she could have used it on Kristen Wiig's character so she could see what she was truly becoming. She, exactly. And I was always like, why doesn't she use the last of truth so she can see the truth? Or so that she can, like, make her say the truth and... You
0: can't give these giant powers and then not use them because the audience is just knowing they exist and want you to use them. You don't have to give them out. Right? And the fact is that she always knew it was capable of that. Maybe she could have learned more about lore because she was shown to be, like, a historian. Maybe she could have learned more about her own lasso,
1: you know? Right? Also, wh- how did she get her hands on that armor? Yeah. Yeah... Was that literally just to make her look sexier? Yeah, it was. Cause, Cause like honestly, we... I loved the badass moment, but I'm yeah. like, where did this armor come it, from? Was... You were flying in the air, and all of a sudden you're wearing it's... this armor that was, was it in your just house. Like,
0: established Wonder Woman thing, apparently that happens, but like, it w- it's just another thing that felt unnecessary. And like, you the wings actually are her... no good. Yeah, you actually enjoyed that moment way more than I did. I just literally went, really, you got to make her shiny, God, now.
1: Yeah she looked kind of cool okay
0: (laughs) well at least there's some reason apparently because you enjoyed it so
1: yeah yes it was weird how like i enjoyed watching the movie but also knew it was such a bad story Mm -hmm. at the same time because i enjoyed watching the movie
0: it's kind of felt like the rise of skywalker where you knew it was a mess but it was kind of enjoyable but i enjoyed the rise of skywalker which is not very popular opinion and When I first watched it, the more I thought of it on it, the more I don't like it. It's the review that I've changed the most over time that we've done. But this movie, you were noticing the huge problems in it right away. And they just made it unenjoyable. And the last act was just such a mess of so many things coming
1: together. And so much being thrown at you. Yeah, and like in a way, it's supposed to be a mess, like the last act, because there's a mm. lot happening. But also, I by the the final big scene, I was so tired of of all of this stuff.
0: No, it so just I just felt didn't care anymore. And you were they kept an, like showing you new cool things, but you know you were just overwhelmed and ready to be done with the movie because it was too long as well. Like the pacing was so bad in the first act that you were much more negative about the rest because you were you got bored. Exactly. And they had to get a, our attention back. And there were things I did enjoy about this movie. There's things I thought was great fun. My favorite sequence of the movie is actually the opening sequence with her as a child. It might have dragged on a bit, but I don't really care because I just thought it was really fun. And it was so much fun. I fun loved to watch. watching it. So that was honestly my highlight of the film. And there were fun things in the movie like that. That's why I don't want to completely write this movie off.
1: It reminds me of like the opening to like. Toy stories that really didn't have much point mm-hmm. that they were like on a train or something um but it was fun to watch so you didn't really care
0: <laughs> yeah and the girl they get to play like the young diana is so adorable and good in that role that it was just really fun to watch right and it was kind of disappointing though that they did such a good opening sequence and it was so exciting and like you were just in it you're like yeah this is gonna be like a fun superhero movie And they never really alluded to it again. They alluded to it kind of. Kind of. And for that much buildup, kind of was not enough. Yeah, I feel like they should have had her almost have like a flashback to it or something. More than it felt like a cutesy thing they put at the beginning and then almost felt... Yeah, because it made sense that they put it there. It did with how the story was gone. But
1: they should have... I don't more
0: obvious relation to it if that makes sense yeah
1: because like when she was flying they had the very clear she's learning to fly because of steve yeah and that was spoon fed to you you're like okay i kind of got that yeah but then they were above doing that when it came to the opening which would have been so much better i think no and
0: like the flying thing didn't need to be done
1: yeah it just did it or like they could have had that i think the the flying flying itself was
0: fine but the fact that they spoon fed us the dialogue was yeah. very annoying. Yeah,
1: that that really pissed me off because like it was a really good scene, but then again they made it like a minute too long because she was just standing there going and yeah, like doing and you're superhero just like, poses.
0: Oh, okay, uh, are you done yet? <laughs> no, no, you're still doing <laughs> it. Oh, all right, girl.
1: There are just so many like little problems with this movie. There's so many because like whenever I watch Marvel movies because I used to not like them, I'd always be like Marvel moment because like something would be like so ridiculously dumb. Um, But I kept having Marvel moments like I had like literally 50 of them when watching this. And I'm like, wow, some Marvel moments are just DC moments, huh?
0: Yeah, yeah. I, this is actually one of my biggest pet peeves of watching a Marvel movie of is Anytime anything superhero-y happens, she
1: just goes, oh, Marvel moment. Whoa, I'm sorry. Iron Man suits blowing up in the background like fireworks is a Marvel <laughs> moment. <laughs> that is like the epitome
0: of a Marvel moment if you're wondering what we're talking about. It's a moment that's a little too over the top and you're kind of like, all right, really? <laughs> but, you know, I'd stand by I like that scene, though. There's a difference. It's annoying, but it's enjoyable. These are annoying and just make you mad. <laughs> That's honestly everything I want to say about this movie. I do... I don't want to completely write it off. I think it was fun in parts... And I think if you like superhero movies, you'll probably enjoy this movie. Especially if you like DC movies, you'll love this movie. Yeah. If you like DC movies, this is, like, top tier for you. <laughs> no trash being thrown, but, yeah, trash you being thrown. You just threw trash. I did. I'm sorry. Marvel is, like, a thousand times better. But, yeah. So, and honestly, I think it's kind of interesting to look at this movie and just... Because it's kind of a hot mess. <laughs> and pick out everything that you're just like, why? Why? Because there's also... It's enjoyable enough that, like you still have fun but you also it's good to discuss because there's just you think okay why did that happen (laughs) this like because the story could be completely reconstructed i think the wish stone was not a great plot device i think it was a horrible MacGuffin in general and it created too many problems and i think honestly the entire movie should have been different interesting yeah also the opening i keep thinking i'm done but then i keep wanting to go off on other things I think it was a better period piece than Captain Marvel. I'm just, like, thinking of other period pieces and, like, superhero movies.
1: Yeah, but I still thought the 80s stuff was
0: gimmicky. Yeah, it did. It did feel more like an 80s movie than Captain Marvel's felt like a 90s movie. But the full mall sequence, oh my god, I forgot that even was a thing. Like, this movie had, like, three intros. I kind of liked that, though. I didn't mind it, but the movie had, like, three intros. That's true, it did. Yeah. Which is... I don't want to say it's fine, because they they just wasted so much time. Yeah,
1: they did. They could have made the movie a lot shorter. They could have, and they could have made it a lot better. There was just exactly. a few moments of dialogue that was also just horrible, and you felt bad for the actors who were saying it. But there was also some really, really good character development, too, so mm-hmm. it was interesting.
0: Yeah, it was, because their characters were actually pretty good for the most part, but the plot just wasn't there. And yeah. I've never experienced that in a movie so much If I experienced it here. So anyway, like we were saying, we think I think it's watchable if you're a superhero fan and you just like to watch more movies like this. It's a fun, but kind of a mess, so it won't be your new favorite, but you'll probably enjoy it. If you're not into DC, just don't watch it. You won't care. You'll just, <laughs> you'll hate it. You'll hate it and that's it. Like, let's say Bethy... Bethy would not enjoy this movie. She wouldn't get anything out of it. She wouldn't like it.
1: Yeah, I mean, and it's fair. Yeah, (laughs) but like it's funny because like Wonder Woman herself is like one of my favorite superheroes.
0: Oh yeah, she's a great
1: character, and I love her. Which
0: is like I was saying at the very beginning to kind of come full circle. It's frustrating. Yeah, she's a great character, and they gave her a bad movie. They did. All right. So next week, I will not be here, but Bethy will be here with her dad, which is adorable. Oh, I
1: love that. They're going
0: to be talking about Eli's and Bethy's favorite thing, Karate Kid, Cobra Kai, to be specific, and the new season of that. Eli has been a massive fan of the Karate Kid since he was... a teenager so he's going to give some background info on what it's like to be an old-time fan and have new content like this show up so if you're interested in hearing a cute father-daughter episode make sure you check that out next week because it's going to be adorable
1: That's so cute. I know.
0: I love Bethy. Okay, so that is all we have to say. I hope you enjoyed hearing our thoughts on Wonder Woman 1984. And thanks for listening to this episode of Watchable.
1: This podcast is edited by Sophia. Our music is is from purpleplant.com and our graphic is by Maria Hernandez.
0: If you enjoy listening, leave us a review on Apple Podcast. It really helps us out.
1: Have an idea on what we should review next? Send us a message on Instagram or Twitter at Watchable Media.
0: Join us next time when we discuss Cobra Kai.
1: Now go enjoy your day.